As a reminder, why am I saying as a reminder? <laughs> I'm going to start over. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Lil on Life. I'm Lil, a behavioral neuroscientist, psychological health and safety leader, and ICF ACC certified coach. And I guess I can add podcaster to that list now, too. The way I'm going to approach this podcast is in three parts, or multiple parts, but there's most likely going to be three parts for each concept. The first is always going to focus on stories related to the theme. The second will offer a perspective on that concept and an exploration into the evidence base. And the third will be a practice or tools around how you can apply what we talked about. So thanks for tuning in and being part of the journey with me. I I really just want to start with a genuine thank you to everybody who interacted with the podcast last week and so many people that reached out to share just the most cup-filling comments. I I definitely did this podcast for my own reasons and to challenge myself. And the added bonus has just been the connections and community that have come out of it. It's just delightful. Whether that's people sharing that they're going to reflect on the themes with their partners and have conversations, or or my friend who told me that his mom, who doesn't speak English, was just asking about the podcast because of the tone of my voice, which I think is just so sweet. Um, and I also um, am totally good with people listening to this for the purposes of sleep support. And actually, the way I got into podcasts was in listening to podcasts to fall asleep. And for the record, 95% roughly of the podcasts I listen to are true crime podcasts. And I'm glad that so many people have shared I have a voice for podcasting. I'm still processing a tiny bit how I'm, I'm receiving that, but I'm choosing to receive it with love and, and gratitude. So yeah, there's been some really cup-filling moments and some also really funny ones. And also, thank you everybody who shared how the the conversation resonated with them and suggested topics. And also some of the people in my life that have shared how awkward it is to listen to someone they know or a friend playing in in maybe their homes or on their earbuds and others who shared joy and uh, celebration of that. I'm, I'm receiving all of it and just so grateful. And I'm, I have a list of concepts that I want to go through and that I, I have kind of planned out in preparing for this podcast, but I'm really choosing to navigate this a lot more organically and just seeing week to week how it goes. And part of that is influenced by anyone and everyone who's interacting with the podcast. So one recommendation that came through was to talk about goals and goal setting. And for many people, we're in the new year right now. It's January in this moment in time. And so for a lot of people that that tends to bring up things like New Year's resolutions and goal setting and things like that. And I have a similar approach to uh, goal setting, but it happens on my birthday, which is a couple months before New Year's. And this podcast was actually on my goals list last year and obviously didn't happen because My birthday came and went and I didn't launch the podcast, but I really reflected on it and I still wanted to do it. And so it got carried over to my goals for this year. So although it didn't happen, it really mattered to me that it made it back on that list because it was still something I was really excited to do. And here we are now. So thank you everybody for your support and your love. And so how that all connects to what we're doing today is we're going to be talking about goal setting 
And this is going to be part of a conversation that builds towards understanding and living towards our purpose. But today, we're really just going to start with goal setting. So this is the story segment of the podcast. Um, again, I'm, I'm doing this in kind of three sections. So stories about not just my life and hopefully interviewing people at some point to talk about how these concepts resonate in their lives as well. So some context to this. I have been setting goals for years. What that looked like earlier in my life was just kind of randomly having a reflection of, oh, that would be cool to do. Maybe I'll do that someday. Sometimes that someday came and sometimes it didn't. And sometimes I would remember about that thing a little while later and be like, yeah, that. But there was nothing to really hold me accountable to it or even remind me that this was a thought I had. So a gift that was given to me by a former colleague of mine who led a, a reporting and analytics department and was overseeing the corporation's balanced scorecard. And I remember her sharing with me that she has her own corporate balanced scorecard where she establishes goals for her life. And I'm pretty sure I used the same domains she had or very similar ones. And the domains that at least I used, which again, I think were modeled after hers, but are professional, financial, social or relational, and then a personal fun stretch goal and health. That was the fifth. And it was a really great practice to start to think about some of the things I could put on my goals for that year in those domains. And earlier in my life, those domains were really much more heavily populated in the professional, in the financial space. And then every, all the other domains would have just one or two small things. And I really, in reflection, noticed that I didn't give them a ton of both time to happen. And I didn't, I didn't give them a lot of priority, if I'm being really reflective about it. There were things that were almost assumed. I mean, the benefit of being younger was I didn't have to have do as many things intentionally to take care and maintain and support my health, as an example. Um, but what I needed in that period in my life was to really focus more on, or at least that's what I perceived, on the financial and the professional goals. And those things definitely served me. And I thought were continuing to serve me multiple years later because I was really proud of all the things I could achieve and some of the things that I was working towards felt to be more intentional. But what seemed to be not captured as part of those goals were things that aligned to my purpose or give me fulfillment um, very deeply. And it really wasn't until a major life shift happened. What happened was that and this is going to be sharing a little bit of a, a personal story. And I think I think most of you listening who know me know this already, but it, it feels really important and will come up at other points in this podcast because it has been such a transformative moment in my life. So I appreciate the space and, and the listening around this. So a couple of years ago, I was in a role that I, I really wasn't happy in and I wasn't feeling particularly fulfilled. And about a month after that, I found out that my mom was diagnosed with stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma. And one thing about Hodgkin's lymphoma is that sometimes people tell you that's the good cancer to have. I recommend anyone listening to this podcast just not tell anyone that any kind of cancer is a good cancer to have because there's no such thing as a good cancer. And anyways, long story short, a month after that, roughly, 
the pandemic was declared. And that changed not just my life, but the whole world in so many significant ways. And I think a lot of people were already sitting in reflection, thinking about their priorities. An amazing thing about safety is that when it's not a guarantee, it's as though you're suddenly without air. And so I think a lot of people were in a place of reflection. And and my mom's cancer journey was one that had highs and lows. And and in the end, she didn't she didn't make it. So from the time of diagnosis to death, it was about a year and a half. And it was a very painful and difficult journey, especially going through it at such a disruptive time and a time where it was really scary to be connected with people. And social connections is something I'm going to share a lot about. And I know I'm sharing this story very circuitously, but I promise it will get back to goals. And how it's going to get back to goals is because the night after she passed away, she passed away at about three in the morning. And as you know, I don't, um, I, I don't drive yet. And by the way, that was a Carol Dweck mindset reference from before, the concept of yet. Just wanted to, to bring that back in. Um, but getting back to it, so my in-laws had actually dropped me off at the hospital to go see my mom. And after she passed away, it was in the middle of the night and I, I couldn't bring myself to call them. And I, I frankly, I think I was in shock. So I remember sitting in a chair in the middle of the hospital lobby and just sitting there with all the thoughts and feelings and the gravity I would never get back such an important person in my life. And everything changed for me in that moment. A couple hours later, after sitting in that chair, I decided I would walk to her house. It was about a 15-minute walk, but you have to cross a highway, hilariously, or maybe not. The road that you have to take to get from this hospital to my mom's house is the same one that is the 70-kilometer road that the driving instructor took me on, which I actually just connected for the first time this moment. And uh, that's a a really interesting observation. But in any event, I waited for the sun to come up. And I remember making that walk and being so confused about how the world was just still going. It made no sense to me. That walk home was a really painful one for obvious reasons. And also a really reflective one about the frailty of life. And it was in that moment that I really, really reflected that I wanted every moment to count. It was a major perspective and life shift. And I really reflected in that, that some of the things that I had on my goals list or the things I was working towards were great, but they weren't really about me. They were things that were things I thought I had to work towards or attain or achieve, but I wasn't putting myself on my own list. And when I looked at my goals that year, which was now a couple months after my mom passed away, she passed away in July and this was in November, what I really noticed were that I was missing goals that gave me joy. And so as I was reflecting on what I wanted to put on my goals for that year, I wanted to be really intentional about what I was putting on there that would be in the service of me. And I'm gonna pull it up now and have a look at some of them and see if there's any embarrassing ones or fun ones I want to share. So something I do, which I'm gonna also talk about in the practice segment, is 
I write it out on paper. I, I like to write things out on paper, but then I don't like carrying those things around or then you have to go get it. And so something that I started doing is taking a picture of whatever I wrote down and then it's in my phone and I can put it in my favorites and come back to it and reflect upon it. So let's see. This year, I kept the same domains. The domains were good. It was how many things and how much I reflected and gave time and space to the the more social or health-related or personal fun goals. So the domains, again, were social or relational, financial, professional, health, and a personal stretch goal. And in my relational bucket, I had things like be more present when seeing people. Another one was to build my relationship with my brother. So we, um, and I know he's listening and doesn't know this is happening, so I hope this is cool with you, but I, w I would say... We, we didn't really have a very close relationship growing up and there was something that happened in my mom's passing that just, I think, brought us closer together. And maybe it is that appreciation of making every moment count and every relationship count and just the power of healing. So I am so proud that this is one that I think is on both of our goals list, even though I don't know if he has a goals list, but... Um, it's just been such a delight and to also have put on here, spend quality time with Indy, who is my cat. Uh, Indy is 13 years old. He's going to be 14 this year. And he is just the sweetest and silliest little thing. He's not little at all, actually. He's a, he's a giant monster, but he is very sweet and very important to us. So that was something that went onto my social bucket, which I think is very sweet because we all know that animals are our best friends in many ways. And putting it as a goal felt good and is one that I get to celebrate with joy. I also built out my health goals quite a bit more, in including being intentional about processing my grief and, and then also more fun ones like paddleboarding and spending more time in nature. I'm very lucky to have access to an amazing park that is just my happy place and getting to explore nature more. I never thought I would be a nature person. I guess that's the harm in the nevers, but I, I have just fallen in love. It's, it's so healing for me. This was the first year I put continuing to drive and getting more comfortable driving. And, and it was doing it and putting it on this goals list that made me really commit to it and it's a, it's a continued goal and it's a continued investment and I'm proud of that. Another of my personal or fun stretch goals was to get a tattoo to commemorate my mom and I selected a plant that she had that was almost 30 years old. And at the time when she was ill, she was in the hospital for a long period of time and the plant almost died. It only had one leaf remaining and it was a very sad leaf and um, it's now grown. So the, the tattoo is that same plant a year later. And it, it was just so beautifully and carefully done by the artist who did it, who I will tag in a post on my social so anyone can check her out. But it, it felt important to me and it gave me joy. And in this moment of really recognizing the frailty of life and that I'm the only one I have to answer to, I could more intentionally and authentically align the things I'm working towards to the person that I am. As I reflect on my last year's goals, I, I also see some things which I didn't I didn't mention, but that, that I didn't do or didn't do fully. Um, I guess the driving is an example of that. It's, it's about staying out of self-criticism and 
carrying things over. So even when I reflect on this year's goals, I see how some of the things that didn't work out last year, if I still wanted them to be carried forward, I could do that. And something else is when you write it down, uh, it also makes it more likely you'll do it. And if you share it with somebody, if you have an accountability buddy who you share your goals with, then they can help to keep you accountable with curiosity and kindness, not, you know, shame or judgment. So I would really love to hear if, if anybody here sets goals and any maybe goals you'd like to share with me. And if this idea captures your attention, but you are maybe not sure how you want to go about starting your goals, then tune into the practice segment where we'll talk about how to do that. And I can be an accountability buddy for you. You can share your goals with me. I'm, I would love to hear what people's goals are. And if you're looking for a place to start on how to create your goals, tune into the practice segment. So we're going to wrap up this, this portion now of the stories and transition to our concept segment where we're going to talk about some of the science behind this. And if, if you liked this, please like, follow, and leave a five-star review. And thanks for listening to that story, which is a big story to receive. So thank you for being part of this journey with me with kindness today. This is Lil, and you're listening to Lil on Life. If you'd like to reach out, you can get me on my Gmail at lilonlifepod at gmail.com. That's Lil with one L on lifepod at gmail.com. Or on my socials, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok at Lil on Life Pod. Lil on Life Podcast is produced by Brandon and Company. You can find his work on Instagram at Brandon Allen. Lil on Life is a Big B and Little L collaboration. Opinions expressed in this podcast are my own and may not reflect those of my employers. If you or someone you know is in danger, please dial 911. In Canada, if you or someone you know is thinking about suicide, call or text 988. Support is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That number again is 988.